everybody. Welcome back to I'm No Jedi, uh, an Ahsoka recap podcast. I'm trying to mess with that. Uh, my name is Travis Alashad. Uh Joined as always with my co-host, uh, Marta Wesselhoff. Hello there. <laughs> and Pete Schermacher. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I like it. That's his catchphrase. I mean, that that needs somebody. We need that character who says that on uh, on a Star Wars show. Hey, we really do. We got pretty close yeah, that, today. That fall under the Jar Jar Binks. I'm yep, pretty yep. sure. <laughs> a cowboy cowboy Binks. Like we cool. got something there. Like we got something there. I would absolutely watch Yeehaw Binks in anything. <laughs> uh, so we were talking before. Before, okay. I guess we'll get into this so I don't forget. Um, this is episode six of the of this series. This is episode, um, it works out for five for us because we did the two at the beginning. There won't, our, our next episode is gonna be the finale, but it'll be in two weeks because of, uh, I'm gonna be out of the country and at a wedding and a lot of family stuff for, for a solid week. And so it just makes sense for, for our finale will be in two weeks where we're gonna do episode seven and eight. So it'll be like this really great big finish. Um, uh, yeah, we'll get that out of the way. But today we're going to talk about part six far far away and i said uh just before we started recording it and i i thought it would be unanimous i guess we'll get into it that this was easily my favorite episode of the series so far uh you guys uh before we go like marta yes or no no it's tough for me to say because i think i've concluded that i i don't think i like this show mm. <laughs> very much mm. I, I started liking it a lot today when i started yeah, watching it. it i don't know what it was episode. It, yeah. it had a lot of elements that i really liked mm -hmm. i will okay. I'll, I'll say that yeah all right pete i enjoyed it a lot i don't know if it's mm -hmm. my favorite but i do call it a uh i refer to it as like a check uh chessboard uh episode where we're getting all our pieces together. Right. To that's I think that's um, what I like. See, I think uh all the first five episodes were all juxtaposed or or what's what's a exposition, right? To get us up here finally. It's like, okay, now we've got yeah. a real kind of conflict. And it's just it's something new, man. That's what I it just felt new. A lot of this felt new and like stuff that you hadn't seen in Star Wars, but felt like Star Wars and it felt uh new. And that's <laughs> that's what I want. That's what I want. Uh, okay, so let's get going. Um, so while traveling with the Purgle, Ahsoka and Hu Yang discuss Ren's choice in siding with the enemy to find Ezra. And this was really good um, about how, uh, you know, this was a great uh, intro, great like uh, teaser before we got the um, Ahsoka um, uh, title there. Uh, I really like this. Uh, and and it does introduce the the um you know the dilemma uh that's kind of going on with Sabine um but also you know about how Ahsoka's kind of assuming one thing or 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 um who Yang's assuming one thing and, and like how she didn't go willingly and stuff I thought that was all really interesting but good discussions but then I gotta say maybe my favorite what what made me kind of like get going or get this get this episode start to get uh get me going is like when they start talking about so uh, like you know in the old stories oh yes the three stories and and then they yeah, said parts and then, one two and three parts one two and three and they said and they said the first one is is the best though and at first i'm like oh okay ahsoka's original trilogy fan kind of thing because this, this is the most meta they've ever got on this show but then i think about it, it's filoni writing it so he could be saying no 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 the prequels are the best right the one thing we know for sure is they're not saying it's the sequel trilogy but <laughs> but yeah. i uh I loved that, man. And I was taking that to, you know, I don't think they they stuck with that through the whole thing too much, but I did. There's a conversation going on between Skull and Elsbeth that kind of had a bit of it and had me putting this interpretation on things. Remember when she says something about sometimes they're just stories, you know, like, yeah. like, like, who cares? To, like, sometimes this mm. is nothing to get too excited about. Uh, so I was kind of still kind of taking that as though they were still kind of writing it, but that might be just, just be me wishful thinking. Um, but I thought this was so cool. Such a fun way to, to start this. And it's like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, man. Um, like that's a, uh, 
that's uh it was great i don't know what did you guys think this like opening uh, you love this as much as i did i no no okay okay <laughs> what's was, up i thought it was so corny yes you know, like, i i think the conversation was fine but the like a long time ago in a galaxy far far away it was just like yeah. I, I think that's in my like, in my head I was just like Ugh, no, but Marta, on. Marta, that's what it says at the start of all the Star Wars oh, movies. Is it? Oh, I see. I've never seen a Star Wars movie. I've only watched the shows and read the books. That's that, that's the thing about me. <laughs> I know, I know. But that's as good as it's as good as uh, I thought. I thought it was just as good as the May the Force Be With You at the end of the uh, the previous episode. You know what I mean? It's a yeah, a, a same kind of thing. But also because they were calling attention to the fact that. You know, these are stories, right, that we're telling and we're trying to add to these stories. That's what I think, man, is this is the first time this episode starts to feel for the first time where they're adding to a story, right? Everything else before this, they had existing characters, they had the world between worlds and Anakin showed up and, you know, but now it's like where they get to is a is a, it's 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 mildly unsettling. It's it's really kind of fucked up this whole like other uh kind of planet that's on like an outskirts of a universe it's like the stuff of the and it's the way it's described um yeah i really like this planet it had a um yeah and a lot of with the characters too if, if it had like almost like a flash gordon feel to it um oh yeah uh, man just totally different like when we meet this stormtrooper with the gold face um, yeah. oh that, my that, gosh that was cool and shit. Um, and and the the ship that had that kind of bronze sheen to it as well. Yeah. Here, here's where and the, the nice sisters were creepy as fuck. I mean, yeah. one of them reminded me of like the uh, Wicked Witch of the West from the Wizard of Dude, Oz. I mean, totally. Was, I mean, that was, scene was so good, man. That yeah. scene was so scary. Um, yeah. That I, whole, I really liked the yeah. the ring of the whale bones, the pergal bones. That, oh my that's god! The ring around the planet. I, that, I will yeah. say that was pretty dope. That's insane, yeah. right? And I know I've says, been very cynical about these this series, and it makes me feel seem like I'm very cynical about Star Wars. But there is a lot of cool stuff in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Um, and then I even like the, even that scene where they they, they uh, uh, the, the, the the bad guys. Um, they they I, I, the first we see the shitty, just crappy, like them flying through hyperspace, which I hated the blue shit, and then all of a sudden, boom. We get this great shot of them actually landing or actually getting there. Mm -hmm. And we get the great shot of the ring. I thought that was really, it went from this kind of like stock shot to this, woo, okay, now this is awesome. Yeah. I don't think they did that on purpose, but man, I it actually worked for me. Oh, yeah. Like I, I just, like I said, I thought up until this point, they're painting with colors and, and palettes and like just ideas that are all kind of, um, We've seen them before. We've seen them in other Star Wars movies or other movies and, and and TV shows. But this started to feel like something fresh, like that gold and bronze. This is when I, I thought officially troopers were all, yeah, we're like all beat up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of yeah. like what they've taken further from like in Mandalorian and stuff like that. And, and um, I think with 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 these, I don't know if we want to talk about the stormtroopers now or well, we're about later. to get to it, right? Yeah. Like okay. it's just like meanwhile, yeah. the eye of science. I have a lot to say about the stormtroopers. Me too, and I, I just yeah. want to say before we go any further, this is the first time in this series where I think this works better as a TV show, right? I don't think that gold ad kind of thing would sell as much or would look no. as as hot as it does or like kind of as i said weirdly unsettling that gold kind of reconstructed kind of eyes wide shut kind of thing going on there yeah. it's really uh really cool um and i don't think it would work on that not with that art style uh that they yeah. they do on there all the time it's a little it's a little uh cutesier you know what i mean and it's even funny if you know you look at book of boba fett he had like he had some shit like well that doesn't compute on tatooine if you brought, if you move some of that shit, like the little biker gang over, it would actually play better on this planet, I think, than it would. Huh. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying colorful. it was a great idea, yeah, yeah, no. but it was, at least I think, it would, I think it would stick a little bit better because it's yeah. like, okay, the 
it's different. It's not a damn yeah. Tatooine. Which no, no, they belong on established. They belong yeah. on Coruscant, next to Dex yeah. Diner, man. That's exactly. where they yeah. got to be. Hey, what? Oh, into Dex's. Yeah, is there a Dex like short coming up or something? Was that announced on Disney Plus? Something Dex what? related? I could be wrong. Maybe, I, maybe I'm confusing uh, like the hard drive.net with like actual news now. I think but... that was a hard drive article. Yeah, it's quite possible. Yeah I, yeah, I wish there was. I hope. Yeah, that. me too. Dex deserves his day, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's where those guys belong. That's where those guys should be yeah. hanging out, Pete. That's I think I don't know about the world off where they could just be abandoned. But some Lucas version didn't of that. Go, Lucas didn't want to go to American Graffiti with him. Right, which is right. Why he didn't put him in the movie. Right, right. Um, uh, yes, this is the ancient home of Al's best people, known as the Death Moor. Yeah, don't, don't give him any ideas. He gets property yeah. back. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. he starts doing these. New, new special shots, and they're in the background. Right. <laughs> at this yes. point, at this point, I'm okay with it because I think that that there's like a certain level of, and I don't mean this in terms of like his intelligence, but there's a certain level of stupidity that comes with George Lucas Star Wars that is so fun. Yeah. Like oh, I know man. for years we all hated on Jar Jar Binks. I've personally yeah. turned around on Jar Jar Binks. He's so stupid. Dude. And Dude. Just delightful. Dude. There's so yeah, much. I have not turned on around on Jar Jar yeah. Binks. Well, yeah. you're so wrong like... for that, sir. Yeah. You sir. You sir gotta gotta take it easy. Um, I no, I think whatever. I I think the, all the movies are flawed, and all of them have have things right. that you could like. I think you know, and there's stuff that that pisses people off in different ways, and and uh, whatever. And I could definitely see why why Jar Jar would still piss people off, but you know, I think of all the movies, I think the worst plot hole is in Empire Strikes Back, which is when they're when they are inside that um, meteor, or the pardon me, the uh, asteroid, and they're inside that thing. It's meant to take place over I don't know what an hour, two hours, three hours. But then at during that time, they're they're cutting in between Luke at Dagobah. And he's like training. Oh, yeah. And it's like supposed to yeah. be like, what is that supposed to be weeks, months? But then it all kind of works back together and times out. Like I, I, that's that's uh that's as bad as it gets. But <laughs> but I, we all forgive that. We all turn an, a blind eye to that. I disagree. Uh, I I don't no. think that was supposed to be the same time frame. I think that was just general cross cutting, which yeah. I was actually reading an article about how but it like, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't technique. make it doesn't make linear sense. No, like it, it's that... yeah, but and that's and that's a massive plot hole. Like for for that to just be kind of like just because we kind of put it together, like you might not think about it, but when you go back, well, wait a second, that doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Uh <laughs> but it's weird, it's weird what we let slide over time, uh, and what stays attached to us, kind of thing, right? Um, anyways, um it's also uh, when you watch the movies too, when you really think about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, Elsbeth, uh, Skull, Hattie, and Ren uh, meet with the Great Mothers, a group of Night Sisters aligned with Thrawn. I really like that we were starting to see um, her questioning Skull, uh, Hattie, yeah. kind of like kind of having some doubt in him. Um, and this is how this is good too to kind of counter with at the beginning. Remember when he was saying stuff that felt kind of. Oh, this is starting to make sense, right? And it's good that it's a younger person who's like, oh, "No, no, no, no! Oh, look, old man, <laughs> you're uh, what you're doing here is I've seen this happen a thousand times before, and it's going to happen with you." Um, even if he talks about trying to break the cycle or whatever, and he thinks he's, it's clear at the end that he is in seek of power, just like every other, um, you know, uh, person in his position, right? Um, and so and I think that's why she's kind of she's kind of starting to, you know, question the, uh, you know, the process. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, um, definitely arrogant. He has an arrogance to him. Uh, like even when he was talking to her about how yeah, how no, uh, as a bridger is like you. Um, he's a Bodekin, I think is what the term he used. Jedi which I think means broken in Japanese. Yeah. Meaning he, and he was referring to how he got his training, how he was trained the proper way at the, at the, uh, in, in the, at the order at the, uh, at the temple and stuff. Right. And you people are out now, we, you, he's a Jedi, like you out in the wild getting training and stuff like that. 
Yeah, it's a uh, um, yeah, and it's good. Like I said, it's good to have a. It's a like I said, I like that it's the younger, it's the apprentice um, doing the questioning here. Oh, I did, I did watch the um, the that that short documentary, the Master and Apprentice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty much fluff, but it does have a good. I yeah. like the moment where where uh, they're writing Clone Wars, and uh, he's like, uh, what does he say? He's like, and then we he had the idea. George had the idea that maybe um, uh, this person could be Anakin's Padawan, and I was like, "Well, Anakin, oh, yeah, does, yeah. Anakin doesn't have a Padawan." And then George looked at me and said, "Anakin has a Padawan." Yeah, <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> oh, that was pretty rad. Uh, and it does make sense, right? That he's kind of, or at least from a PR perspective, that he's going to be the one who's continuing the lore, right? The official uh, kind of lore yeah. that they would keep, kind to get that message across um anyways uh okay so yeah so they're waiting for the grand admiral's arrival and as skull relates to hattie his belief that the fall of the jedi and the rise of the empire were part of an inevitable cycle one he intends to break that i had said earlier there uh i like that uh, i thought that was really good um but oh man Thrawn, Thrawn arriving with the, uh, his Star Destroyer, the yeah. Chimera. Is this? Ch this is Chimera. Okay, Chimera. okay. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, I love the fucking music for this. I you know, love the music. The... Is strong. Uh, I think through all the episodes, mm. the guy named I think it's yeah. Kevin Kiner yeah. does it. Yeah, that's He's a good been, point, man. We should yeah, have mentioned that been, earlier. I think yeah. the music's been really spot on because I can mm -hmm. remember in like the uh, uh, the, 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 the the three movies. Uh, the last three movies where I, I didn't think the music worked. I thought the music there was just was, nothing that stood out, nothing yeah. memorable like the we had in the first one or the, even yeah, in the prequels like he too. Knows how to uh, balance new stuff with uh, homages to John Williams music, and I think it's really right. cool. Yeah, right. and there's and there's also throwbacks like the the music. It was like Thrawn's theme from Rebels was playing, or mm -hmm. Ahsoka's theme from Clone Wars cool so they kind of play on that a little bit. dude and i just thought this visual again yeah everything we're talking about there with like that we'd seen the beat up um stormtroopers before in man in the mandalorian like we talked about but mm -hmm. not lot to, to this level and the way it's like a full fucking fleet and yeah. um and and, and if that, i'm mistaken it's straight out straight out of the books uh from heir to the empire cool. i think if i'm not mistaken that's yeah, not something he, i remember and i haven't read a bunch of in freaking years yeah, yeah. they always talk about how dirtied up or dented up or beat up was the stormtrooper armor on uh theron's team i like yeah. it and then I, yeah i have a lot of things to say about these okay. stormtroopers let's go let's so go there's, there's two things the first one is that you will notice when you look at all of them this is the first thing i picked up on almost all of the stormtroopers are wrapped in red some sort of like a red or scarlet fabric like a ribbon which hmm. to me, and that color is what we associate with the Night Sisters. We see all of the the Great Mothers; they're all wearing that same shade of red. So mm -hmm. my, I have a theory that these stormtroopers are dead, and that oh, the Night Mothers have resurrected them. And you'll also notice, and so that that fabric is kind of what's tying them together to kind of sure. keep them sure. the magic within them. You'll also notice we talked about the gold a little bit with uh, Enoch, the like the lead stormtrooper, and all of the, the stormtroopers have like this kind of like. You can tell occasionally, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so there's a Japanese pottery like accents. process. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know yeah, exactly called, what called, you're talking uh, about. Kintsugi, it's called, which is the idea of taking something that's broken and making it beautiful again by you're mending essentially broken pottery with a lacquer that's mixed with like gold or silver gold flakes powder. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all you you draw attention to the cracks, but it's beautiful, and that's like that's what they did with these stormtroopers. They kintsugied their armor together consugi is not the word obviously consugi you know. the troops consugi mm -hmm. the shit out of them um yeah and so in my <laughs> mind because the way that thrawn and ezra traveled to this galaxy or this other side of the galaxy was they were effectively just hauled in this ship in the chimera by purgle like ezra was on the ship with thrawn and he was the one who called the purgle in to be like okay hey, let's get out of here we got to get out of this galaxy and save everyone else yeah, this um, was Ezra like sacrifice. This is a big sacrifice yeah. in it. Yeah, right. And there was right. a huge battle. The ship was badly damaged. So, like, it's very, very likely that in that journey of traveling through hyperspace with a ship that probably has a couple of hull breaches, you're gonna have a bunch of dead stormtroopers. So it seems to me like in these 10 years that Thrawn's been stewing on this planet, 
he's met up with these knights, the, the great mothers, and found a way to kind of resurrect his army to nice. bring them back. That's my theory, just based oh. on the fact that they look like they're being held together by night sister magic and they're whole bunch of Bernies. He's got an yeah, army of Bernies. I had a similar theory where I was I, I thought I thought most of the stormtroopers are alive, but I thought they were gonna resurrect some of them because I thought that was what was gonna end up happening. Hmm. Interesting. Sounds a little bit better. I know it's dark as fuck too. But but yeah, that, the one thing I don't like about it is there could be a way that they get the the night sisters and then they all just floom, all, all just like drop dead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that might yeah, be a nice be visual. Easy. But yeah, like I, I don't like that kind of. That's why I think that <laughs> there's a wonky the- to bring up Pete's favorite character. There's a wonky. These are booking. When they win oh, the, we're they- gonna be in a trouble now. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm going Italian. We's going to be in a trouble now. Because it's safe, right? I think yeah. like so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. That's why I, I kind of get the feeling that the fabric that they're wrapped in is what's containing the magic. It's not necessarily from the great mothers themselves. Because I feel like. like have a, they almost have like a token or a. Uh, yeah. Like they've imbued their power into yeah. this fabric that's tied mm-hmm. around them. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I, I Like I said, I love this. I wasn't sure about. Because look, I didn't get to watch this until the day. This is where we're recording this on Friday evening. And I got to finally watch this today when I had some time when I was uh, folding laundry. And um, I wasn't. And so I had already seen. I had already learned that we got the reveal of the two big characters just because I'm terminally online and it's impossible to uh, 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 avoid it. Right. Um, uh, And and so when I saw uh, what Thrawn kind of looked like, I was like, huh. That's not exactly what I thought. Um, but I'll tell you what, man, as soon as he started acting, it's fucking Nightmare City, man. That guy is so fucking scary, dude. Yeah, he is I, so scary. I uh, very... The actual voice from, and the actor who did the voice. Yeah, from really? The, uh, Lars Mikkelsen. Yeah. yeah. The like brother of fr- Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. At first yeah. I thought it looked like, it almost looked like, um, like bad, uh, <laughs> Wizard of Oz, like the stuff that that killed the Tin Man, kind of thing. <laughs> the lead lined, yes, yes, silver, yeah. That yes. was my, yeah. So my problem with it, I think I tweeted about the fact that I thought that Thrawn looks like shit. Um, mm. I and then I saw a bunch of other people talking about how they think he looks bad, but in terms of like effectively body shaming Lars Mikkelsen, which is not yeah, that's how, how I, I meant am kind of too. I felt, yeah, I felt like he could have been thirty pounds heavier, uh. And he and like with the puffy pants, it just made him look a little too uh I don't know, not as imposing as I thought he would be. Hmm. Yeah. I mean to me it looked like someone Which who's is probably been different duck on a ship for ten years with like two uniforms that he can switch out and do laundry and he's been trying to kind of keep it together and like Yeah, and he's gotta he's be aged. that's what I, I noticed. Like and he still looks nice and clean, right? Yeah. But oh yeah, maybe it's on yeah. purpose. Maybe it's the- deliberate. The problem that I had was the blue that they did on him. It looks like it just didn't look good. It looks yeah. really like oh. you could tell that they didn't do practical makeup. It looks mm. like they just popped a blue filter on him. Like he he looks like Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen, but like sure. the Watchmen movie that came out in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Snyder, oh, Zack Snyder. Great. Yeah, like yeah. it's a little glowy. There's no like it's just the one shade of blue. There's no like. Skin is generally the same undertone, but but skin. Yeah, but what is? How it. do we know? How do we know? Whatever. What like? What did like? Do we do we do we have other Thrawn beings to to go I off? Don't, of? I don't think that we've seen any. Oh, sorry. Maybe this is just the way it is. Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't think think we've seen any live action chess. I think this is the first time. But like, I know, I know. I, I don't I, even I get think it. it's a species thing. I think it's just a. Yeah, a skin. I mean. <laughs> I think I, that like that's that was my reaction when I first saw the picture on Instagram or whatever. But as soon as this guy uh, started uh, acting, I was uh, like, he had I the said, gravitas and he had the character down. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and those... you understood, you understood the character. So yeah, anything I had, any qualms I had about it, kind of mm-hmm. went out the window. So like, yeah. okay, yeah, he's bringing the goods. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm just picky because I I love Thrawn. He's like my favorite, one of my favorite Star Wars villains. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. seeing him looking like a glowy little Papa Smurf with like that like jet black hair, yeah. like, I would have loved to see some bits of gray in there because like okay. Ron was an older he was an older guy when he left. Maybe he's in bleaching. And, and Chiss 
do have gray hair. Or, like you can or, have gray hair. Yeah, well, yeah. It looks like he's been dying his hair. Dying his hair. Maybe nice sisters are throwing some magic his way. Also, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's like, like can you do something too, about my waistline, yeah. ladies? Like I think when you see <laughs> when you see someone who looks that age and their hair is that perfect one shade. Yeah. color it's like, like a oh, lego that's a like a lego helmet yeah it was a lego helmet yeah, yeah it was like yeah. i want to see a natural hair color you know people gray it's great gray hair yeah. is yeah, awesome but also it's Give a, them a different bit. species so maybe they don't gray there you oh, go they, do. they definitely do because there's do. there's okay. other even though we haven't seen them in live action in other media we've seen chis that have graying hair and oh, even in the sorry uh, nerd i i didn't know yeah let's go yeah. like that yeah thank you, thank you for gonna, recognizing it we're really in, the, in the star wars the old republic game i don't know where that stands in the ca- canon but you can get like you know streaks of gray hmm. in chiss hair if you play as a chiss yeah. character cool um yeah. all right uh what wh- wh- where are, are chiss native to a particular planet yes i can't remember the name of the planet um but it is uh they're they're very secluded so species. Yeah. So like, yeah. Thrawn, are they abundant or are they uh, scarce no. or like yeah? They're, they're relatively scarce. So they're they're very much like um, an espionage based species. So like when Thrawn is first in in the new canon that's been established with the the new I think Timothy Zahn wrote another series right, of Thrawn right, novels. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the way that it, Thrawn is kind of introduced is that he he pretends that he's this like oh, I've escaped my people. I was exiled and everything was horrible for me and da, 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 da. And he gets taken in by the empire and they're like, oh, you can give us information because the Chiss have just been like a thing of myth and legend for people in the outer rim. Mm. So like, give us more information about your people. But it turns out he's actually, spoiler alert, he's he's spying for the the Chiss ascendancy, I think is the the name of their government. So he's Mm. a spy for the Chiss government. That is has come in to say like they send him out to be like what's this empire thing about what are they a threat to us are they a potential ally he goes in he ascends very quickly to become an admiral eventually grand admiral which is the highest you can get before the emperor um right and then he just decides like no i'm good i'm not going to go back to the chest so this is my this is a good seat of power to be in ah cool so they're pretty pretty he's pretty <laughs> sneaky yeah at least yeah. Thrawn is yeah right um it's interesting like like i said like he he found a way to get that power but then like at this like crazy cost and then yeah i like how he's just trying to keep it all together here um it's really fascinating it reminds me of the end of uh the paul thomas anderson film the master when when he's like supposed to be like still have this kind of sense of dignity and professionalism but it's at this old beat up warehouse and like like why who are you still trying to fool man like you know it's pretty cool um uh, i have a question have either of you guys ever seen thrawn's full name written out no no okay so thrawn is a, a nickname i'm putting it in the zoom chat right now this is thrawn's <laughs> full name oh my gosh oh wow so it's uh mi- mi- yeah yeah pronounce it Mithranuruodo. 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 Does anyone ever anyone ever call him by his his God given name? In the books, I don't know that I've ever heard anyone official Mm. say it out loud. I'm sure if there's an audio book of the oh man, I would love if if everybody just starts calling them by that. Yeah, for the rest of the series. Oh, 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 (laughs) Mithromni. Mithromni. well go. anyway podcast over that's my that's yeah, my guy yeah, and good night yeah <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah that's what he should do for halloween just paint his face blue yeah he doesn't um, have much to go. Yeah. uh all right um hilarious so okay uh he gets off the the chimera is that how you say it? chimera Ch- Ch- chimera yeah chimera and honors skulls promised uh by providing ren with provisions uh a howler mount and the latest intelligence on bridger's whereabouts so um you know and you know that you know this is our introduction to him and you know i don't think anybody's really like oh no he seems like an honorable guy i mean skull is as we saw later but i think we all kind of know this creepy ass dude in the with the red fucking eyes and the blue uh beautiful skin you know yeah yeah, yeah, has something going on um uh so after but and so after she leaves that was interesting that she got on these uh this howler um i like she had a couple 
she had a good um i like no i liked when Thrawn, the thing where like thrawn is like you brought who are these extra people like this wasn't part of the thing and um you brought a prisoner that wasn't that's a new provision and when it says sabine ren like, that's a familiar um name and it could be beneficial to us and you can see the wheels turning like this is all yeah. but uh all really good um uh so it's it's great and he gives her this uh howlers have we seen howlers before no i think they're no. native to this planet cool yeah. uh and so it seems really like vicious at the beginning or, or like kind of more like a rabid kind of thing or feral at least uh but yeah. it uh, looks like the the creepy bear wolf hybrid thing from uh, annihilation have you seen I, that movie no no i have oh, not yeah no, it's 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 like a there's this really creepy like bear wolf like skull hybrid creature okay okay that, like, can imitate people's dying screams oh it's, wow it sounds it's so endearing genuinely creepy <laughs> yeah, yeah i get it that's I kind get of it. what these guys reminded me of yeah um yeah but she rides off on that and right away after she leaves Thrawn orders skull and hattie to follow her at their own pace so they can kill both her and Bridger. Um, uh, and so she has that first ambush by the bandits out there. It looked, they reminded me of the Knights of Ren a little bit, but like weren't as... Uh, yeah, definitely uh, samurai-esque. Yeah, yeah. And the um, scene almost had a, um, almost felt like an homage to maybe the, like the sand people. Sure. Uh, uh, but, but, you know, definitely with a lot cooler weapons. And stuff, yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah. But again, like, but also in this just like bizarre off worlds, like or off galaxy, this whole other thing that really it had a different flavor to it that I really uh, like, even though it did have like these still kind of like you say, echoes and things like that. Um, it just felt a, had a slightly different vibe. I, I, I oh, by, by the way, I want to say right away when that when that howler first showed up super dark again for all the uh, uh, CGI limitations, um, mm-hmm. noticeably right. dark. Yeah. uh uh okay uh but yeah that uh, that fight with the bandits was awesome and she encounters the native noti this this scared the shit out of me this and nora thing. we jumped out of our it's like it's just a rock right she's laughing i'm like there's something underneath that and then it just came yeah. to life and nora and i just jumped out of our seats and both out loud <laughs> ah, yeah and now, ah. and now i'm getting uh never-ending stories wizard of oz vibes out totally of scene, you know but also um a real um leia when she first meets wicked in uh return of the jet I yeah, I yeah 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 if there's one thing that star wars loves it's dumb little guys yeah oh man like yeah. in, in hey. uh, jedi survivor one of the most beloved characters in the game is a character named turgle uh-huh. who's like a weird frog guy who's just vi- annoying as shit yeah but you love him yeah. you love him and he's just so weird and gross looking there's also yeah. a tiny little like slug named scuva huh. steve who his whole thing is he's a fisherman and he just goes uh, and he's just like a tiny great. little oh, man. starfish yeah. like, hey baba oh, frick baba frick the porgs the, the names oh, yeah. go they go they go on and on um yeah. and i uh, like how can... these creatures actually don't speak english uh right. i'm glad about that i'm glad yeah. it, we get a, an alien language sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh yeah they were really popular on our couch too that's for sure yeah. um uh they follow them to the village where yeah, there he all, is. They all have little uh, little necklaces. Yeah, yeah, that was a really nice touch symbols, where they make yeah. the connection. Like they see, this is all good visual storytelling. I thought this was just like the most complete. This is what I mean. Like this, this is the most kind of point A to point B. Uh, you know, arc like no kind of fucking around the complete little story. Uh, this yeah. episode. You know what's funny. I- no Ahsoka in the whole episode, too. That's the thing. Yeah, too. just in the beginning. It's yeah, a real yeah. book, book, right, book of right. Ahsoka fed right, situation. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I will say I did really like in the scene where she comes across the little snail snail dudes. Um I also I also they reminded me of the the trolls from Frozen. Yes. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Um, also, um, there was like some. Frozen, so I've, oh uh, man, you're, you're missing out, Pete. It's good stuff. I, I just, I, Travis, I, I assumed that you have because you have yeah. a, a oh, daughter. Oh yeah. I I, I was like, 10. you know, I was like ten years late on it, but then when you started watching, like, I'm, like it's on by osmosis at first, and eventually you're like, oh my god, this is this is quality. This that's a that is there's a reason why it's a classic. But I don't expect Pete. I don't expect you to just curl up 
and put exactly. on Frozen in Frozen. the year 2023 of our Lord. I do, Pete, Pete the next episode, I want to hear you come back and sing Let It Go. Yeah. No. <laughs> or hey, I'd be, like, I'd be happy you. with, um, uh, do you want to build a snowman? Yes. Um, all right. Okay. <laughs> Um, but 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 the other thing I do want to say about this scene is I really liked the little like the cute little dynamic that Sabine had with the howler where it yes. like we kind of had this yes. where it ran away from really her. good really and, good and like I I because I love it when things kind of subvert the creepy looking animal trope where it's like this, yeah like, vicious looking that's thing, what I mean that's what I mentioned like, oh, him being no, like that at... yeah yeah yes like a little like He's a dog. Yes. Yeah. And he's so sad. And he like keeps trying to come up. She's like, no, ah, no. And he's yeah. listening because he respects her. And I'm right. sure that, you know, who knows what abuse he took at the hands of right, right, Thrawn. right. If any, I oh, don't yeah. know. Maybe Thrawn likes animals. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Thrawn's a real Bob Barker out there. In the books, in the books, he has a history. He's got the uh Ulyslamari, Slamari creatures that are like the lizard things that can block the force. So like wow. I think he yeah. has a respect for nature but who knows you know but dr doolittle is an animal that they enslaved and made him their uh uh, right right yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so he's a little on edge yeah as as you can see um yeah that was great too i'm glad you mentioned that and again that kind of set the tone for us going taking it to the next cutesy level and that's that's good too this is the kind of stuff that i'm talking about like you're not just being thrown in jason saying can i be a jedi mom you know just out of nowhere there's like there's a way you can warm up to this shit right Mm -hmm. and i think this walks that line really really well um uh so yes you meet bridger i gotta say i'm I, i i assume he's really going off of the cartoon with his like hand gestures and mannerisms and stuff. Yeah. He's but it very really felt, to... it yeah. felt a little uh, wooden uh, or I don't want to say wooden, just a little kind of uh, uh, too big, maybe. Um, yeah. um, uh, maybe it'll kind of cool off. Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. They got, let's go straight into my, uh, my tent here, you know? <laughs> I've been out yeah. here for I've been out here for a while. Have I mentioned I've been out here for a while with a bunch yeah. of rock dudes? Anyway, can't wait to get home. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> can, but could we go in this tent right now, really quickly? Yeah. No, um, uh, consensually, of course. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, surviving an ambush. Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, so when while tracking Ran, Skull senses that there is a. This I thought was maybe the most interesting part of this whole episode is he senses there's a greater power on Peridia and tells Hattie the intends to find and use it. Yeah. Theories. I'll throw it out to you guys. Well, he's heard stories that this was the like where Jedi's power. I think I think he was saying something about like this is where the power of the Jedi originated. Hmm. Which hmm. Like okay, I think that's possible. Maybe. Yeah, something like there's that. Also, Pete, I mean, if it's the whole I think there's, I, I, got a, I got an idea. I Pete, don't have any. No? I think this is how they're starting to plant the seeds of somehow Palpatine return. I'm not joking. I mean, they did, they did, they no, have they did to, start they have to do it somehow. Like, Moth right? clones. And, yeah, or something, yeah. right? I think they have to somehow. Do you think all of this? So this is as good as any. Trying to go back, like, are just like fuck. Yeah, it's just people like, 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 like a bunch of like, uh, you know. Kathleen Kennedy's just like, oh Jesus Christ, we have to explain what the somehow is. Just like burning the midnight oil. I always thought uh, Gideon was doing the cloning of trying to do that, and and I think I think it's I don't know I I think Thrawn is not. I don't think he has anything that wants anything to do with the emperor. I don't truth. think so either. But yeah. I think I think that if there's something mis- mystery that Thrawn. he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. If there's something mysterious here that this guy can't put his finger on and it's something involving the force and he's drawn to it and he's drawn to power and he's kind of like, all right, I kind of want to stick around here. Uh, I look. I, I, I think it could very well be something like that, Marta. And if it did became that, and we see like here's the origins of the like of the force or something, like that'd be fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, or maybe like I don't know if they should they go that far though. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so either. Like bits and pieces of it in different pieces of lore, and like there's the High Republic series, and then the Old Republic, and mm-hmm. yeah, I I don't maybe, know. Maybe maybe uh. Yeah, I'll throw a theory. Maybe he's maybe we're on a planet 
where they on that in the uh, what was the Attack of the Clones, where they had the 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 whatever that like the we were we the three of them were Obi Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka, where they bet the what, what were they, like the this is in Clone Wars, you mean? Yeah, the, the Mortis was it the Mortis or the oh the Mortis? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was more related to death Amir, wasn't it or am i misremembering i don't remember oh, yeah because they so were like long. gods right yeah hmm. yeah okay remember. if it's something new i like it right like that's oh, it's, like, a, it's even... a realm it's a realm within the force that okay. was whispered over through legends and stories passed down through millennia by the jedi sith and yeah. average spacer alike now we're talking. See, that could okay. be if it comes down from the Sith, and that could be a bit of column A, a bit of column B, like or maybe, yeah, you know, we're getting to that. We got to get to that fucking somehow. And I do think that they are like they have to. I think that's going to be a big part of what the uh, the that the um, when all of these come together into a film, I think it's going to have to be that somehow, right? Yeah. Uh, whether they want it, you know, I don't think they necessarily wanted this to happen, but I think it's part of what they got to do now. Um, uh, so anyway, we'll see. But I thought that was really interesting. Um, everybody's trying to get away from there, and he wants to stay there. But also the 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 kid again is challenging him. Uh, why, man? Look at this place. It's like, it could be ours. It's just like, and, and again, I think again, she's. I'd be like, yeah, look at this place. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, you, it's like you're the king of Turd Island. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> king of um, Turd Island. <laughs> That's the day, name of today's episode. Of, Heir to the uh, Emperor the, and King of Turd Island. Turd Island. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, uh, then he starts to anticipate uh, that Ahsoka is coming with the uh, uh, Pergil. Uh, this is Thrawn and demands that all details of her history from uh, Elspeth and orders her to kill any arriving Pergil. That's pretty wild. Mm -hmm. um, and that sounds like, oh, man. I think we're gonna see a. We think we're gonna see a dead whale. We're gonna see a whale die, you guys. I mean, I mean, they did establish that this planet is where the pergil come to die. Come to die, yeah, yeah. And that's why there's that ring of bones. So, I mean, if there yep. are pergil coming, there's a very good chance that they're already. Man. I wonder, and then I wonder, die. and then I wonder if we get like a pergil fucking army coming in, going mm -hmm. after them, right? Like, yo, you don't don't awake the beasts. Don't awaken the beasts, you know. We're getting into some real Star Trek The Voyage home territory. Hey, oh, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Rotation Ops is ready. The only, that's the only Star Trek uh, of the original series that I saw in the theater. Star Trek oh, wow. 4. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and it's and that's a good one, right? It's one of the even number ones, uh, right? So it's got to be, uh, it was one of the guys. I still remember it being mm -hmm. good. Um, yeah, they carried the whale all, thing over except, to, yeah. Yeah, I saw them all except for uh, the one uh, where uh, Spock's brother was in. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that oh, one God, is. I'm trying to remember what I mean. They probably meet God. Yeah, it was a terrible fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> Glad yeah. I didn't see that one, but I saw one, <laughs> uh, I saw one, two, three four i think it was five and then uh, undiscovered country that's one where kirk dies yeah. right uh no I, that's generations no. generation right right, yeah. right right yeah anyway uh, this isn't the star trek podcast yeah, yeah. as much as i wish it was because i've been really into star trek lately <laughs> oh interesting oh, yeah. um uh okay uh but yeah but like i uh as i said i don't know if there's anything else you guys want to add here but i um, like yeah, in terms of the scenes we were talking about, but go ahead. Well, well, I'm waiting for to see the payoff of how angry because right now all it's all roses uh, with Ezra and Sabine, but you know Ezra sacrificed himself and put himself here for years, mm -hmm. and she gave up the damn coordinates to Thrawn to get here uh, and left everybody, and now they have no plan to get fucking home. And he and she ultimately like gave everything up to him uh, to get there. So I, I, I mean, there's got to be some consequence. Right now, he's like, "How'd you get here?" Oh, we'll talk about it later. And yeah, this is the I just want to be I've happy liked. that I found you. Yeah, this is like the least I've liked about her character because now she seems shifty and and complacent and not uh, being upfront. Uh, it's, it's not. Not characteristics I always thought of her hmm. when I've known yeah. her, uh, and so I'm pretty. I know we're gonna have to get it eventually, and maybe it, was, it wasn't right here. I get right. it, but I mean, 
he's ultimately going to be should be furious because uh, he he she pretty much unraveled everything he did to protect all his friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. I have the benefit of not knowing her as so well that it felt a little more natural. This uh, they're kind of. <laughs> I mean, she like I've 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 liked her uh, acting more and more as this as this uh, uh, series is going on. But um, yeah, in terms of acting choices, this is I mean I mean this is the direction she got. I mean, yeah, it was... yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think for me the way that I was kind of reading it is more she's realizing now she's been through this whole like Sabine's gone through this journey. She went ten years hoping to find this guy who was effectively her brother like they grew up together um and she like is the last semblance of family that she has because her family was killed in the siege of mandalore they established earlier so she's just trying to find this her brother she's so driven by her emotions and her attachment to ezra that Mm. once she gets there and has and he says like i can't wait to go home i think she has that realization in the back of her mind of like uh about that she and and that's where we can kind of get into some of the jedi stuff where she's got the idea of like i let my attachment and i let my emotions drive me into providing this map and into coming here to find Mm -hmm. you with no plan because she thinks ahsoka is dead she thinks that the new republic is not coming um she has no idea ahsoka's on her way so so in her mind this was a one-way trip the whole time like there's no and, way and, that you know, and, and, and too. like i really pre i mean i would view it like yeah you unraveled everything i did to protect everybody but you can also look at it like you you sacrificed everything to to, to try to save me and there's also yeah. that but you know, he's a jedi so i don't think you should view it that way yeah i mean he's he's i think has the benefit of the 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 bokai jedi i think they yeah you said earlier yeah um i think that he has the benefit of that because he didn't grow up with that structure of the temple where the, the idea of attachments was immediately considered bad like right he was trained by kane and jarris who was in love with hera and that's you know kanan was jason's father so he obviously didn't have any problem with the attachment thing and i do i think that he instilled in ezra the idea of like being driven by your attachments and your emotions is bad, but you can still love people and have relationships, which is, in my opinion, how the Jedi should work. If mm-hmm. that was how it worked, we would not have Darth Vader. If mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker right, had right. been told, if he had just gone to Obi-Wan and been like, hey, I got I got this girl pregnant, yeah, I have no yeah. doubt in my mind. And I think, I can't remember, I think there might be one of the novels where where it comes up and and yoda says something along the lines of like oh yeah we would help mm. like that's what we do we we understand uh, like we're, we're human understand we do yeah yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll help you we'll yes. help you by kicking yeah. you out of the order because yeah. like, you know you know yoda he's he's yes. got tons of little yoda like, running around tons of little pl- grogus <laughs> plan b plan b do you need <laughs> yoda and yaddle were just repopulating yeah, the whole species. Exactly. So that's where grogu came from <laughs> Just, just, uh, <laughs> uh, all right um yeah the off scene we uh, he saw uh he put gave obi-wan his uh his his uh his hero's journey and then he got with the guy played uh and now you must save my son and he got with what's his name like jar jar's character yeah i'm <laughs> best jedi oh yes yeah, yes I'm, yes i'm best yeah right 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 yeah. um all right um, um I, I will say okay. one, one more quick thing i want to say about this is um i i do i know you were talking a little bit earlier travis about the the kind of like stiff acting of ezra mm-hmm. um i i got that as well but i do want to say i i think that they cast ezra really really well i think that this actor yeah, I can't looks like his him name, yeah he looks he looks fantastic mm-hmm. the one problem i have and i have this problem with ezra and with hera and even with hisoka to an extent is that everything is muted and toned down to be live action except for their friggin' eyes. Like yeah, he's his got eyes these are like, all... like piercing. Yeah. Women. And I I don't he almost looks like he's... Cyclops from X-Men yeah. almost in a way. Yeah, but, he but, looks but, like... but with shiny eyes. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. like suns were coming out of his eyes. Oh, I gotta pay attention. I missed that. He, he looks like there's there's that meme where someone posted a photo of their puppy and it's got like it's like a dachshund with like very bright blue eyes, and then the first comment is like, please give him brown contacts. 
<laughs> that's what and and like my my brother has a dog who is like that he's like an all black dog mm-hmm. with the brightest blue like almost white eyes yeah. and he's the cutest the sweetest dog but he looks like a demon <laughs> and, and i i can't get i can't stop staring at it, especially when they've got you know like ezra now he, he has a beard and he's got he doesn't have blue right, hair right. anymore he's yeah, got the yeah, black yeah. hair and the black beard. Yeah. it's just like these little glowing eyes it's like my dog yeah. when the light reflects at nighttime it's terrible awesome that's <laughs> awesome uh hilarious uh, uh yeah but like i said i i i thought this is the most complete and and what i it got like we talked about people want different things from star wars people uh, are 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 willing to to kind of like oh this is fine so i can forgive that about star wars more from some things than they are other things with this, I felt like I wasn't having to worry as much about, oh, uh, I'm I'm lost. I don't know where we are because, as I said, this felt like here we are. They've done all the exposition in five episodes for the last three here, but I think it's because it's that, all that exposition is for something else, right? And I know, like, it's probably not the best way to do a series, like an eight episode series where you have five episodes of exposition and then the big major conflict finally starts in episode six, but. I'm this felt like we've things are cooking now and things and and like I said it felt new and a new kind of Star Wars feeling is what I want right I like I like when you it still feels um like yeah this is you know a part of this gigantic universe but it doesn't feel out of place that you're showing me something um that has a different vibe right as I said weirdly unsettling to to give me a feeling of um, you know, that's why Andor is so special, right? To all of a sudden, oh my gosh, you're giving me um this, this you know, this level of like leftist commentary in a yeah. fucking Star Wars uh, uh series. That's oh. incredible. Um, yeah. right? And you don't expect that, right? And so I don't expect to have this kind of weird sort of zombie wasteland planet that has this weird kind of voices, but also like kind of a ruler who who like a weird kind of caligula sort of thing and like as i said all of a sudden uh as we we, as you had made the observation that this could have been an animated series up until this point this episode i think does not feels like it it had to be shot in live action yeah i i will agree with that i know i know Mm -hmm. i've complained about the animation but this one i think does work in live Mm -hmm. action i do like that you mentioned caligula um, mm-hmm. because I think the the Enoch stormtrooper, the one that actually has the gold face, that's like a very Roman right Empire yes. thing totally. to do, which right. I, I thought that was a very cool yeah. look. And I, I hope that we get to see more of that yeah. thing. Uh, I want to say character, creature, yeah, ent- entity, whatever it is. Yeah, knows? yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um uh, what's his uh Thrawn's plaything. Yeah. <laughs> and I know uh, Marty, you said you weren't feeling the vibes of this of this show. Mm-hmm. I'm this episode has me really in, in all in now. Um, yeah, that's me too. Yeah, I've I've liked this. The one reason, the one thing I really liked about this, the whole entire series is we've had a beginning, middle, and now we're going towards an end. Um, and we've had a mission where everything seems connected each episode and builds on it. There's so there's actually like world building in a way, mm-hmm. as opposed to some like Boba Fett felt all over the place uh yeah. and stuff like that but mm-hmm. here i mean like here it's clearly there's like you know even obi-wan had moments of it was here or there and over over there but at least they, they had a mission and and uh, honestly if you watch like the the the, the cuts they did online it makes it the, the obi-wan series works way better um as a movie when you cut out a lot of the shit yeah. um but the uh, here it feels like we're on a on a line. This is where we're going. I feel that we're going to end up on a very Empire Strikes Back esque uh, ending. Sure. Uh, because I think they're setting up the movie. I think we're, we're the mm-hmm. heroes are going to fail on this one. Right. Um, Maybe yeah. Um, or have a setback. But, but right, you know, but but maybe they're all together. Maybe Ezra yeah. and, and Sabine are going to get through. But yeah, there's and no I way there. We see. Yeah. We see the ones we haven't seen so far from the old Ghost Crew, uh, mm-hmm. and and I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. Zeb. Uh, yeah, Zeb. Maybe even uh, maybe they'll get. Uh, I mean, we got his voice, but maybe we'll see a, a live action Rex, uh, his face and stuff. Oh yeah, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, There's also Callus, who was the Callus. Imperial agent who defected and became like yeah. best friends in my theory. I, th- I think he and Zeb are in love. You know, <laughs> there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I really am looking forward to seeing where we're ending going with this. Yeah, me too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I think this uh, a lot of stuff here really, you know, it wasn't like it was a, I just gave you a lot of information here and a lot of neat scenes. And I'm really, I'm really, really, uh, it's turned the corner where I'm like, I was on the fence, but mm-hmm. now I'm all in. I'm yeah, really, me too. really, uh, I'm, I'm all in. I'm hooked into it. And I'm definitely not going to miss these final two episodes. I mean, I'm obviously I wasn't because I'm doing yeah. a podcast. But I've become a fan of the show. Right. And there's a sense um, of, I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially after this episode. I'm, yeah, that's there's what I a thought. lot of stuff that uh, you you really want to see what's going to go on and, mm-hmm. and curious on what's going to happen. And, 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 you know, see what happens. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Right on. Honestly, I think I'm just a snob, and that's yeah. why yeah. I'm I'm a snob and I'm a cynic, yeah. and that's why I'm being yeah. a little like. No, no, no. I, I, I no, no. Star Wars all, all stomach because I just want some Star Wars content. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer not having a stomach it, but um yeah oh yeah and and if we weren't feeling it we'd say we weren't feeling it and uh and we're feeling it so let's uh yeah let's ride this thing out uh oh, yeah. and we will be uh uh kind of building too our big uh, finale. So as I said, we will be returning in uh, two weeks time. So there won't be a wrap up for seven, but we'll do a double episode of episode seven and eight for our finale in a couple of weeks. We may have a special guest. Uh, it might just be the regular uh, uh, ragtag bunch of us, us three again, which is great as well. Um, Bill, have you guys heard they were uh, before the strike, they were working on season two of uh, Ahsoka. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah, so, so yeah. So I don't know how it all was supposed to work. It sounded like, this the mandalorian and then uh was gonna go either i think it was supposed to be this and the next season mandalorian was going to happen before the movie yeah. and ahsoka season two is supposed to take place after the movie mm. oh wow or maybe or maybe it was supposed to take place before the movie since they started on it already but now it might be moved to after the movie or it might get canceled but they were working on it mm. uh heading uh, going into the the movie and stuff okay Wow, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, nobody's doing any of that so now. That's so that's why when I heard that, I thought for sure yeah. they're going to be failing anyway because of mm. that. Well, it's concurrent to the events of the third season of The Mandalorian. I'm just seeing yeah. here. There's that too. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how they make it all fit in together. Um, mm-hmm. Wes Chatham is the actor who plays Enoch, Thrawn's uh, right-hand man. You know yeah. him from... He, right? uh Yeah, and he's in The Hunger Games, Mockingjay. Uh, part one and two. Who's he playing uh, in Games? Uh, bu- bu- Caster. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Um, but yeah, so uh, unless you guys have anything else, I, oh, I do want to remind everybody about my, I, I mentioned my 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 podcast. We've mentioned Boom Pro Wrestling. We had a really fun, mm-hmm. great show back. Well, uh, Boomtown will be recording again soon. Yeah. Look for, for that. We're excited. We're going to have Izzy McQueen on. She's the best. Um, I'm so excited to yeah. record with her. She's yeah. she's awesome. She's rad. Uh, and, uh, but also uh, Mystery Titan Theater, my live uh, watch along that Marta has been a guest on before. And we had another uh, a great show. We got a great one coming up. Um, but that's on twitch.tv slash Jarvis Watch Machine every other Saturday. Our upcoming shows will be, uh, yeah, so uh, September 23rd, October 7th, November, uh, October 21st, and like on and on every other two weeks. Come join us. If not, you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis Washing Machine. Um, yeah. Uh, thank I'm you, guys. I'm just now realizing that Jarvis Washing Machine is just someone saying your name fast yeah it was my grandfather okay. i had a great grandfather who'd, who'd, who'd mispronounce my first name odd by accident and then he'd start to do my last name on purpose i uh, love that I, yeah, I, yeah. I i just i've never picked up on that until just uh, now that's uh, delightful oh, <laughs> i've thanks, known you for fun. a very long time yeah, yeah. that is funny <laughs> um all right uh, but uh, uh yeah until next time may the force be with all of you and we'll we'll talk to you in two weeks bye later